0: Welcome to Core Voices. And thank you for joining us in this amazing space. I just shared with you the handles to connect with us and contact us. Reach out to Core Voices on Instagram and on Facebook. Drop us an email, corevoices at gmail.com. This is our space to lift the taboos, have open conversation and support each other. That is the purpose of Core Voices and we need your support to make this space a success. Today, I have had a very special day, pretty hectic. I was multitasking, but there was something that made my day extra special. I had the opportunity to watch an incredible documentary, something that I had seen floating around on social media over the past few months. And because of COVID, I think the noise quietened down a little. So we have an obligation today as community to step up and support the amplification of this story. I wanna tell you about it, but I wanna show it to you as well. This is a powerful story. The narrative is amazing and it is based on fact and truth. The story of three sisters based in Vancouver who are talking to their Punjabi parents and with their children and their community about what they experienced within their family unit. And I am going to share with you the incredible trailer so please enjoy this our family was your typical
1: Punjabi family we kept to ourselves but we're always up to celebrate an occasion with singing and dancing and
0: eventually drama when I was 11 that man came into our house. We were told, this is your brother, you respect him. And we
1: gave him that respect. I was raped at 11 years old.
0: Someone my parents
1: trusted. I decided to come
0: out because I witnessed something that this person is still active in abusing. Girls. And then my world shattered. My parents didn't suggest us going to the police. That was a step that we had to take on our own.
1: We were small, tiny children who didn't have any exposure to any of this. We had each other. That's how we got through
0: our childhood, even now only 1% of women make it to where we've made it i cried watching this documentary it really hit deep inside and i am just so so truly grateful for the puny sisters to to come forward be incredibly brave and share their story And I am even more grateful to the director, the amazing Punjabi woman who helped to tell this story with such cinematic excellence. And the storytelling was incredible. Baljeet Sanghara is a Vancouver-based filmmaker who runs her own production company called Viva Mantra Films. She uses documentary narrative and factual entertainment to explore social issues Her film shines a light on underrepresented and marginalized voices and stories. She's a six-time Leo Award nominee. Baljeet's films have routinely premiered at festivals around the world and her most high-profile project is the NFB-produced feature documentary, Because We Are Girls. Exploring the impact of sexual abuse on a family that had its world premiere at Hot Docs in 2019 and was the opening gala film at Doxa Film Festival. The film continues to be screened at festivals and winning awards around the world. And I would like you all to join me in welcoming Bajit to our beautiful core voices Stacey. Bajit, welcome and thank you so much for, for joining us.
1: Hi, happy to be here.
0: Um but could you give us a little bit back of background on yourself and what got you into filmmaking?
1: Um let's see, that's a good question. Um I think it's something I've always wanted to do. Uh even as a child. I was always sort of a storyteller. Um, you know, daydream a lot, uh, come up with great stories with my Barbies or whatever.
0: <laughs> Wonderful.
1: Cool. So- Is there a problem? Oh no. Okay, I'm back. Um, Yeah, so it's, but you just never thought that something like that could be possible, that you could make films or, it was always sort of a dream, but then I got into it um, in university and, you know, worked in the industry, worked on other documentaries, had a TV series. And so, um, yeah, in the last maybe 10 years or so, I've been really focusing more on representation, telling stories in our community, there's just you know i think we need to uh take charge of our own narrative and i really feel like the representation you know matters mm. and um,
0: so filmmaking is not like a typical career choice for uh, a young punjabi girl how did you come to to that career choice and were you supported by your family
1: Um, you know, when you, when you want to do something like that, you're really young and super optimistic and you, you know, I studied film at university Uh my parents were a little surprised that that was my choice and, um, not feeling that confident, you know, uh, it's, it's such a, they felt that it was such a a big dream, you know, that I needed to be a little bit more realistic, but Mm -hmm. I was able to work in the industry and, you know, uh, support myself and, uh, you know, get recognition on some of the projects that I had directed and done. Um, so that gave them confidence and the rest is history, really. I think my mom was probably my biggest supporter and encourager of, of telling, you know, stories, especially um, in our culture, you know. She really felt there was a lack of our stories being represented in the mainstream media.
0: Right. And, and that that is the case I mean we're definitely underrepresented out there um what struggles did you have as a young female Punjabi filmmaker
1: it's just it's this just the whole industry itself is challenging so if you add you know being a woman and a woman of color on top of it it definitely has its challenges but you know I think if you keep at it um, and there is an audience you know hungry for our stories and there's been a lot of successes, especially from the UK. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like with going Chalda and, Girl and um, you know, Bandit like Beckham and her films, you know, were mm-hmm. super hits worldwide. So you could see that there's an audience for authentic um, stories from different cultures. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that really helps. And there's, you know, you've seen, there was a lot like Blinded by the Light. There's been a lot of films Uh, Mm -hmm. Narrative films and of course uh, documentaries. So, you know, now with Netflix, there's just so much content and Amazon and so forth out there. So, um, you know, it's definitely been a challenge, but it's good. Uh, This is something we're really talking about now in the wider community, you know, around representation, telling our own stories. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that this is a really good time actually to be uh, engaged in a creative medium like film or writing or music or anything I think uh,
0: it's our time right now right so the film that we just saw the trailer for because we are girls the film that I I got to watch today um, honestly on in so many from every angle from the the sisters who were brave enough to come forward um, and actually share this story for all of the lack of support that the community would usually offer um, I think that they're incredibly brave, but the way that you told the story just helped to amplify the magnitude of the messaging. Um I loved the opening scenes. I loved how it was put together. I loved the whole thing and everybody needs to watch it. So everybody who's tuning in, the first thing you have to do at the end of the show is go to Amazon Prime and go and watch the documentary Because We Are Girls. That's the name of the documentary. And you guys all need to go out there and watch it and share it with your family and your friends because it's amazing. And Bajit, I wanna ask you, what was it that made you choose this story to tell?
1: Um, well, I just, it's a bit of an interesting story. I knew of uh, Baljeet, um who's in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a friend of mine. So she shared with me uh, quite a long time ago uh, First story, you know that her her sisters were uh, survivors of sexual abuse, and she knew that I had done, you know, documentary, and she said, you know, have you ever considered uh, uh, this topic, you know, for our community? And I said, well, you know, that would be hard. You know, what would the access be? Of course, that's when she told me, and um, you know, we just sort of talked about it, and and you know, at some later, you know, she did go to the police, and um, yeah, I was just in. Age, you know, they were telling me and, and you know, they hadn't told their parents that they had gone to the police. And obviously this was going to have a huge impact on the family. Eventually, you know, when uh, the file got looked at by the police and investigated, um, it was recommended for a preliminary hearing. And after that hearing, it, uh, went, it was recommended to go to Supreme Court. So, you know, there was definitely a story to be told. I mean, it's very, very uh, difficult to... To make it to Supreme Court in historical sexual abuse case. So, mm-hmm. you know, I heard there's only like one or 2% um, that make it that far. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and I think the blessing in this whole um, story of how this got made is, um, you know, Jiti really wanted to share this journey with the world. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, um, that, that, you know, and I was able to, you know, um, get the confidence of her family to also support it. So mm-hmm. I think that made the difference. And, you know, the National Film Board was approached. And um, yeah, you know, we, we just filmed a little bit and put together uh, like a proposal and things were, as it were unfolding, I was filming it. And, you know, eventually uh, we got the full support of them and we got to make this film into a feature. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it really started uh, with, you know, her and then her sisters feeling like, you know, we're gonna, if we're gonna break our silence and go all the way to Supreme Court. Let's do it for the greater good. Let's you know share it with everybody. And they allowed me in to you know that space to document it. And I think the fact that I came from a, I come from the same culture and background. Um, you know, I'm Punjabi Sikh. Uh, grew up here in BC. Um, I can really relate to the story and why they kept it a secret for so long, mm-hmm. and you know what the stakes were. Um, and coming out, and, and going public, and uh, yeah, so, you know, a lot didn't have to be explained, I completely got it, you know, and, and, and I understood uh, their parents' response, you know, initially wanting to shut everything down, or mm-hmm. denial, or, you know, all of that, like, I think all of us can appreciate that, you know, because there's so much emphasis placed on family, family honor, you know, secrets are really suppressed put on you know swept under the carpet um, and also just you know the film also explores a lot of uh, I don't know I, I, I try to give context you know like in terms mm-hmm. of you know growing up female um, you know the pressure on the family to have a son you know there were three daughters before the son came um, you know the parents when they came the immigrant experience The parent came the parents came in the 70s and they had a lot of pressure from their extended family you know so sponsor us, bring us to Canada. So, you know, and that's a really typical immigrant story too, right? Uh, you have a ton of people living right. in your house, you're working, both parents are working, you have three little kids, um, you know, so, so your focus can really easily be dropped off your kids, you know, you just hope that everybody at home is helping with raise them. And, uh, mm-hmm. and also in the film, I also explore, uh, you know, the impact of Bollywood films that was really their mm-hmm. cultural source, you know what I mean? The girls loved those films. The films, you know, would be sh- be shown in a small town on the weekend, and the uh, films really provided a lot of fantasy element, you know. Mm. And also, I think it uh, reinforced sort of the, the sexism that mm-hmm. you know in in these films. Whenever uh, the protagonist, the uh, his honor was in dispute or something went wrong, like what what would happen to the heroine, right? Right. In in these movies, you know, she wouldn't be believed, she's begging for forgiveness, she gets rejected, she kills herself. And so if you're a little girl watching these movies and this is what's happening to the heroine, when her um, purity, you know, is being in question, I think that would really have an impact on you too, even in the back of your head. I know as kids, they probably got more caught up in the song and the dance Mm. and the drama. But also, you know, what was expected of females. And that's really clear in those movies. So we're talking like movies of the 70s, 70s and 80s. So, yeah, so that's also in the film. Um, You know, there's a lot of layers from, I use like family archives. um, You know, just to tell that story, I think that we can all relate to. So it weaves the past, the present, Bollywood. And also through the whole film, there's this tension, this threat of them, you know, uh, taking... Uh, their abuser to the Supreme Court. So I'm following that in real time and then kind of going back. So it's kind of weaves, you know, present and past and all of these things to to give a greater understanding and context, which I think a lot of people will understand. I try Mm -hmm. to make it as uh, personal as possible, you know, and they, they say the deeply personal is also universal right and you know and there's a big climax scene uh, in the film where they confront their parents for the wrongs of their childhood and not yeah. supporting them and it's um it's all in Punjabi it's very emotional but you know we've been showing it to people from all different backgrounds and they can all relate to that of not feeling hurt feeling misunderstood feeling blamed you know the impact of shame all of that so it's really resonated with uh with everyone um yeah, so I, I really thought I kept, you know, keep it really personal, you know, and mm-hmm. personal is political too, because you could draw out so much from that and have a conversation, right? You know, um, and it's feminist. It's not like they—they're triumphant, you know. Mm-hmm. They kept this a secret for decades, and you know, for various circumstances that you'll see in the film, they decide to come out and pursue justice, and they kind of lift each other up in the process. So you see good days and bad days, and you see tears, you see, um, you know, uh, laughter, there's joy. So it's a real celebration of sisterhood, too, you know, even in the midst of trauma. So uh, that's really important, too, you know, that, and I think that you offer that space, too, that we, as a community, need to lift our sisters up and be that sisterhood especially, you know, if they're coming forward with any of these issues and and, and are feeling not supported, You know, sometimes just lending an ear and believing someone. um, Yeah, their sisterhood is powerful, and I think that's a real big theme. And even if you don't have direct sisters like they do, you know, we do have community. We have friends. There is community out there. And I really hope in the film, if, if people feel really emotional or it just brings up something for them, That's something that they've maybe buried deep down for a long, long time. Um, They feel, I hope they feel empowered to reach out to get, you know, you can call a support line, you can reach out to, you know, the community, um, to your girlfriends, your sisters. I think it's, it's important. I mean, we have to stop feeling the shame of this because sexual abuse is not, you know, the victim's fault. So... It's not on them, you know? Uh, that's all the abusers can abuse. They know that you're going to be quiet, right? Mm-hmm. And that gives them a lot of power. And the only way to kind of break that power is, you know, exposing them. And that's it's a hard journey. And it's not for everyone, but, like, and not everybody has to take their abuser to court, obviously. That's a very arduous journey. But to, um, to I don't know, unburden yourself and just let that out or cry or share it with somebody because since this movie's been you know playing and traveling worldwide and it's been in festivals so many women and men have reached out to us and shared um that, you know they too are impacted by sexual abuse and you know thanking for the film and allowing that conversation you can watch this film and have a conversation with your children with your parents um you know we have to start having this conversation it's important you know Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's, um, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It was when I watched it, I loved the, the scenes that you brought in from Hindi films and they did give that relevance. And I love how you wove them in to just enhance the narrative as well. Um, and yes, when, when the scene with the parents and the, the confrontation is happening, That was where I just wept. I just bawled because it was so powerful and so moving. Um, But we don't get that opportunity generally in Punjabi families. So Mm. I think this is the reason that we need to talk about it more because sexual abuse is a topic that our community has never had the opportunity to speak about. Women have always been told to just zip it and stay in the corner, stay in the shadows. And we've we've owned that silence in such a negative way that we don't know how to talk about our trauma. So now to see three strong Punjabi sisters up on a screen sharing their story and being so vulnerable and so brave to do that, it's for me as a Punjabi and Sikh woman, I'm just like, I'm stunned and I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for them to have told the story. I'm grateful for you to have captured it and brought it to screen because that's not an easy job to do, to sit back and witness it all playing out. How was it for you to be on that journey with them? Oh, wow. Uh,
1: there's no words really, so powerful. And uh, um you know, even like in that climax scene when I was filming it, I was standing, you know, right behind the, the cinematographer, and we only had one camera, and we were filming this. And you know, I had just tears streaming down my eyes as I was filming it. So, um, you know, I was able to experience the highs and the lows with them, and um, you know, it's definitely changed me. And, and um, I was able to do such a deeply personal documentary. So, just even as you know, a, a creative, that's that's. Um, it's huge. It's huge for me, you know, to kind of go there and, mm-hmm. and, and do it, you know, with, uh, um, love, you know, I really came at this film from a point of love, you know? Um, and, and, uh, we, we, me and the sisters have often talked about too, it, we really feel that this film is, is kind of like our seva, mm-hmm. you know, if that makes sense. Um, you know, for the community, for the dialogue, for the love, um, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know it's really it's making an impact there's no doubt about it we've had screenings where, uh you know really a mixed crowd and then we've had screenings in the community like where there's a large south asian population and say 90 percent of the audience are south Mm -hmm. asian women and you can feel the emotion in the room you know people crying coming up to us after just really feeling that that is my story thank you for telling my story Mm -hmm. and i think You know that's what we really found out this is so many people's story right so um you know in many ways yeah like i really get that could be my family my i don't have sisters i have two brothers but you know what i mean and those parents i i so get it you know and 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 i and i think as a my process it was really you know i felt the the heaviness too on my shoulders of it's uh, of 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 making this film and putting it out in the greater community Because, you know, we also have to fight stereotypes and people already have, you know, certain um, preconceived notions, especially about, you know, uh, 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 um, yeah, uh, people of color's culture, our religion, they don't know, um, you know, there's Islamophobia and, um, you know, post 9-11, all of that sort of that's been out there, it's been uh, like pretty heavy for uh, people of color, right? Um, Absolutely.
0: It's not been an easy. It's been do. heavy
1: on us, I think, you know, for sure. So then you're doing this film, and you don't really want people to walk away and going, "Oh, you know, that community." It's not. We, I did it in a way that was so personal and universal that it really crossed all of those kind of boundaries. You know what I mean? And yeah. and but if you're the storyteller and you're telling a story like this, it does weigh on you. But you just got to be as authentic and real and connected and coming from the heart as possible. You know, I wanted it to be cinematic. I wanted it to be approachable. I wanted, you know, like, you know, strap yourself in. It's a slow journey, but it'll be worth it. Stay with this movie. And, you know, we go high and we go, you know, there's beautiful moments of joy. And then, you know, there's moments of tears. And, but there's, in life, you know, not everything is dark, right? There's a lot of lightness in life. And these women have a lot of lightness. So I thought it was really important to share that. So it it definitely changed me. And I think when we were shooting, when we were in court, I mean, the court process took a very long time uh, because the accused, um, uh, he kept trying to delay the trial and get adjournments because he really did not want the judge to hear their testimonies. So he made that very difficult. Mm -hmm. So while we were waiting uh, for them to get their day in court, uh, you know, the women's movement uh, it was really, you know, uh, the Me Too movement, the Women's March, all of this was happening, and we're in court. And, you know, this could be a precedent-setting case, you know, for other women, you know, uh, coming forward. Uh, so we really felt the weight of that, too, on our shoulders. Like, you know, if you look around, this is like the women's time right now. You know, and even, you know, parents are seeing, you know, people, very high-profile people coming out and ha- talking about, like, Me Too or, you know uh sexual exploitation you know there was even a conversation about this happening in bollywood so it became a really global conversation um so i think that really lifted the film up too and that made it even more special to be part of a film in the middle of a movement that tackles some of this injustice absolutely injustice patriarchy sexism um but also it's triumphant so i think that's really important too and i hope i mean just doing, I think, just them doing this is, uh, and and uh, confronting their parents and, you know, uh, um, going after their abuser in Supreme Court of Canada, it's very feminist, you know? And I think, you know, uh, um, in our culture, and I'm sure you share this a lot, if we really look at, you know, um, the, the text, and, you know, it's so progressive, but people often don't... Um, um, Acknowledge that you know I me, mean? but Sikhism is very progressive, if yes. you you know follow the tenets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know we always just celebrate men coming forward with this award, you know. In this movie, it's really the women going, "Hey, I want justice," but that's very you know mm-hmm. Sikh too. So Absolutely.
0: you know, uh,
1: Saint Soldier. You know, sometimes you have to stand up and go forward. So. Mm-hmm. I think that really was beautiful, too. And it was nice to see the parents kind of sing that also, like, mm-hmm. relating, you know, the father loved, like, um, uh, the poet, uh, Amrita.
0: Pritham. Pritham, you know, mm. and
1: it's like, hello, look at your daughter's, and look what she's writing, you know. Right. So there's a connection here. and mm. um, You know, Shahid Bhagat Singh, and he would have, you know, that, you know, book on hand or other, you know and like all of that so your the father, you know, grasp all that, but then you can also, like look what's happening in your family, like look, look what your daughters are taking on. That's really amazing. You should be proud of it. So um, I think that, and I heard from them that that's really happening. People from the greater community have come up to the parents and said, mm-hmm. you know, you should be really proud. You know, your your daughters have done a great service. Right. So it's a really important conversation that we're having. Yes. So,
0: so I think good. in in our community, we haven't had a chance. So in the whole South Asian community, we haven't had an opportunity to come forward with our own movement because there's too many cultural barriers that deter us, mm-hmm. right? There's not being believed, just like some of the sisters had experienced, right? There's the shame mm-hmm. from the family, the shame that we feel towards ourselves, mm-hmm. um, the guilt, somehow feeling that, you know, if you were a, a victim of sexual abuse, that it may have been your fault. It's it's never your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, there was so many parts of it that were incredibly powerful, but I think w- I loved how it was put together. I loved that the sisters showed their strength. They overcame that challenge and just the sheer barrier of breaking the silence. And it was another sick sister that stood with them to tell the story behind the camera. And I think that's how we come together as community. That's how we make movements become powerful when we show up for each other. And that was the role that you played. You helped to hold it and weave it all together. So thank you for doing that for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to ask you as a filmmaker, um, at the beginning of the film, Jiti said something about breaking the cycle right and I just wanted to ask if you could explain a little bit about what that term meant to you as a producer um and how how did you add those elements into the documentary to to help us connect with breaking the cycle
1: right um yeah what is the cycle right is 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 silence and and you know keep perpetuating that, that mm-hmm. system of um, you know like you said shame and honor and internalizing that so you're quiet and if it comes out you put it under the carpet you mm-hmm. know the family would, are like you know who's going to marry you what will people think of their family all of that you know that that's already happening
0: mm-hmm. so
1: and um and also you know will you be believed in and sometimes you know you're not believed right they will choose the perpetrator and you know sadly, often the perpetrator is somebody very close to the family, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, p- uh, people have taken their sides and the families are just divided. So that's pretty heavy. But I think having their daughters in the film um, uh, was important. You know, that was sort of obviously a big motivation of doing this for them, you know, of uh, breaking that cycle to protecting, you know, the girls and their family and also being a role model for their own daughter. So there's scenes of uh, Jitu's two daughters are in the film. And, um, you know, one was in elementary school, one was in high school at the time. And uh, and I kind of you use them in a very poetic way, you know. Uh, you have mm-hmm. to watch the movie, and it could be seen as, you know, them. They could be seen as representing innocence. They could be seen as representing the sisters. However, mm-hmm. you know, whatever comes to the mm-hmm. viewer's mind. But uh, it's sort of done, um, you know, uh, poetically. But, uh, you know, but then it gives us sisters – a time to also reflect on their experience, you know, like GP says, when I was born, you know, my father didn't come home for like two weeks because another daughter was born, like, you know?
0: Right. And then you
1: see that voiceover on top of her daughter, you know, getting ready and, you know, putting on bracelets and things like that. Mm. So, um, and then there's a scene too, before they go into court for the verdict, you know, where all the sisters are there, um, the daughters are there. And uh, uh GP's husband's there, and you know, they just sort of huddle as a family. And they, one of the um, daughters says, uh, that she's learned to you know, stand up for what you believe in, you
0: mm-hmm. know,
1: after you know, the um, GP and, and uh, Kira and Selection, you know, they they talk and. You know, just kind of getting the strength up and feeling the love in the room, but you know, one of the daughters says that. So that's everything, that one line is everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's how you can break the cycle. And I really thought those, having those elements in the film was really important because it is about the next generation. It's healing ourselves, but it's also it is about the next generation. How do we stop this, mm-hmm. right? And the more we talk about it, the more we take the stigma off of it, right? Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I, I had experiences when we when we had the opening film. We opened a, a pretty big documentary film festival, um, you know, one of the, I don't know, like the third largest in Canada or something like that. And uh, it was in a really big venue, 900 seats, and we sold it out. We were the opening yeah. film. And there yeah. was a lot of, you know, it was a really mixed crowd, but there was a lot of Indian people too that came out. And women came up to me, you know, beyond that I didn't know. They had tears in their eyes and they just hugged me. And, you know it was kind of like this film was for, for them too. You know, mm-hmm. they definitely obviously had a harder time or no chance of speaking their truth. So it's really like, we really feel the lineage in making this movie, you know? It's mm-hmm. honoring our mothers, our grandmothers, our great grandmothers, all of that, you know, to have a voice. That's so true. that's really in the film. I think that was sort of, um, yeah, you see the generational aspect in the film, but also that was sort of the motivation in making it because you keep thinking like, yeah. you would just imagine what, what, what could they have done, you know, if mm. this happened, you have absolutely no power, none, right? I mean, they were able to come forward, they're supported. they have good jobs, you know, they're, they're older, you know, it was obviously, uh, it would have been much harder to, to come forward, you know, um, like 20 years ago, right? So, but, you know, when you think about, You know, I heard the mom's story, just like how she grew up. And there's a bit of that in that story, like how her and her father met and they lived in the village and people had to marry really young because um, the mom wasn't well and all the other sister-in-laws had moved out and that sort of life, you know, Mm. Um, servitude and obedience and, you know. But in the film, you see, too, there was she was really happy that you know in her relationship with her husband when she met him she said oh when i saw him for the first time I thought know, he was very so looking and, and all of that but just kind of just that imagine being in the a village and being alone and so much responsibility and even the husband said you know when he recalls back um um you know i took her out to the fields one day and i played her this song because she has no time to hear music she's busy busy you know See, it's like, to just, you know, I and mean, then that was a mom's experience and their daughter's experience is so different. And then you have their, the, the next generation is in the movie too. So we already see three generations, you know, of expectations and change and this is beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. And whose decision was it to have the parents in the film?
1: Um, well, I always wanted the whole family because I really think the impact of sexual abuse impacts the whole family. You know what I mean? It, it, it just does, right? Um, secrets and lies have an impact. Um, so we filmed, you know, with the parents, it was just uh, the whole process, like we filmed off and on for almost three years. Um, so it was a slow process. A lot of, you know, I'd gone to their house, I just, uh, just chatted their whole history just talked about their experience in India how they met um, how you know the father's experience was in Canada you know how he got his first job racism like everything just to kind of understand them and share that and then to kind of um, share that your your story is so many people's story and even you know the the story of you know what happened the, the, the impact um, that's everybody's story too that's very mm-hmm. common and there's no shame in that but it was a really you know s- nice slow process so I think when we had the climax scene you know the parents had gotten news to me and the crew and and they gave us that window um you know and we're really real uh, it was it's, it's and most of it was really hard to cut that scene to be honest i put it in yeah. two bits i we've come out and you come back in because it's so powerful and you know about 80 percent of it is in Punjabi you know um right and that's when you can sometimes speak your real truth the parents are speaking Punjabi and you're you know sometimes english things are lost in translation too right mm-hmm. it was really from the heart and, and you can see the yeah just sort of they're kind of like a little bit of this, but the tension, you know, and and, and and how to go through that. But the fact that they had that conversation and they're working on that, and really, we're all a, a work in progress, right? Every day we're alive, mm-hmm. we're a work in progress. And mm-hmm. the fact that they, you know, allowed themselves to be in this film and trusted the process, trusted me, obviously they trusted, you know, their daughters, um, I, I have a, a big debt of gratitude for them, for sure. And, and, and a lot of love and respect. And,
0: uh. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. for most of us, we can't, like, I, I couldn't imagine having that sort of a conversation with my parents, even now. You know, it would be, it would be frightening just the thought of it. So to know that not only were they brave enough to be able to have the conversation, um, but the parents were able to sit through it and they allowed you to be there to film it. I mean, in my mind, I was like, I was scared for you. Like, what if they'd have just yelled at you and told you to leave or... Yeah, like, that what could if, have totally if, happened,
1: for sure, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also that when that scene was filmed, we we're they were coming close to the end of the trial. So tensions were building, you know, and maybe they felt along this journey not supported, you know, right? And not being heard. And Hmm. so it's also when we film that in the sort of the trajectory of their journey. um, That's why I think they were able to kind of get to that place of emotion and frustration and appearance because, you know, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm so blessed to be able to capture that and and then it happened the way it did. Because I think everybody can really relate to that. Yeah, not everybody can relate to sexual abuse but can definitely relate to not feeling supported um not feeling understood um
0: or being silenced
1: being silenced and then how it impacted you you know Mm -hmm. like one of the sisters talks about you know depression and feeling like you know you're making things worse on me and I could barely breathe you know so I think so many people can relate to that right um
0: I definitely I mean I think this is what humanizes the whole narrative because it's not about politics it's not about society it's about humans and a family Mm -hmm. and it's a family Mm -hmm. dynamic that we get to peer into to to make that human connection and see that you know this is not easy it's very complicated it's really painful and really difficult but it's so important to talk about and I think that from what I received, that was like a huge, huge message. But what was it that you wanted to say to the viewers? What was the, the lesson that you wanted to give through the documentary?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, to take the stigma off of any shame and just have more conversation, you know? Um, I think so. Like a lot of times people feel like our community is not ready for these kind of conversations. And I often get that from well um, mainstream media too like oh you know how's your community handling this or are you getting any backlash they already assume it's going to be so difficult and and uh a challenge but it's not you know i think we did something it was really honest it was really true it was really from the heart so you know we did get some people obviously saying some comments back whatever uh but that's okay that's going to happen but overall, the impact um, our community is ready for this kind of conversation. Really, we are, because do you want this to be passed on to the next generation? No. And were some ways that you were brought up, and would you put that onto your children? You know, okay. if you if you had a choice, do you know what I'm saying? Like, right. are there people. You see the parents now; they're really watchful of the, where their kids are at, or you know what I mean. They're just not just trusting every single person in their extended family with their child, right? It's different. It is changing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, parents are having conversations about good touch, bad touch, or, you know, all of that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't have, I didn't have that conversation growing up. So I think it's changing. So we're, I think we're ready for that. And I, I think other generations like the bp uh, parents generation, you know, older generations, they kind of want to talk about this too. Um, right. And they want to just talk about the struggles, if not sexual abuse, sort of like struggles of having to, um, you know, uh, sponsor everybody, the struggle to, you know, having no choice in who you marry, the struggle in, you know, the difference between how a boy child is treated and a girl child, the struggle mm-hmm. of, you know, only females and no brother, you know, all those kind of things that all impacts you, right? So. Absolutely yeah yeah and, and i think it when you have this kind of conversation that can be really cross-generational we can understand their struggles better too right and their lack of choice mm-hmm. and and you know and they can understand they need to understand where we're at right mm-hmm. and if you ask them do you want some of these things to be passed on to the next generation they would say absolutely not
0: you right.
1: know uh there's no way so you have to see, well this is how we change
0: things absolutely
1: yeah, so that's the hope. And uh, what was really awesome was when we had screenings, somebody would come, and then I would see them at another screening. Like, oh, I just saw you at you know, uh, like a, a couple days ago. You already came and saw the movie. You're back. They're like, I brought my mom. I brought my sisters. I brought my husband. You know, or like that really touched my heart because mm-hmm. then they saw it as a family and they talked about it and. It's a really good segue to even, you know, um, to, to get histories of your uh, parents of the older generation, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I think they will really relate to the parents in this film. And say, well, what was your story like? The thing in our community is when you ask um, the older generation, the pioneers in the way, you know, they came in the 70s and the community was still small at that time. And a lot of people, you know, taking any jobs they could get, they were spread out all over BC in small towns, working in the mills. You know, BC has a very different sort of settler history, but nobody asked them now those stories, mm-hmm. you know, and absolutely, is, I mean, they're beautiful stories and they need to be heard and they need to be appreciated because you're, you're kind of benefiting from that. You're benefiting from that struggle and what they went through. Like, these uh, This generation, they came over like at 18, 17, 18, 19, you know, maybe not even speaking English, trying to, you know, they would live together in these bunk houses, you know, a lot of South Asian men, they supported each other, yep. you know, you get a job, try to get me a job, like all of this history is super important. Absolutely. And there's so much struggle in those stories. And what about the women? You know, they had to work and they had to look after all these kids and all the people that are coming and mm. send money back to India, like all these pressures. And they were like 18, 19 years old. Right. Can you imagine carrying that on your shoulders at like 18, 19 years old?
0: It's That's right now. Heavy. Yeah, it's unimaginable. And I think that this was like a really special and powerful part in the film where the mother's realizing the reality of those choices. And Mm -hmm. how did this predator enter the household? And it was Mm -hmm. in that process of being supportive to the community, being there for other people and Mm -hmm. not realizing the price that she was paying through her own daughters.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: That just hits really deep inside that, you know, the people that we should fear the most, they could be very close around us. And it's often what happens. I had a wonderful guest last week, um, a sister who's also from Vancouver, um, she runs the core movement. And one of the things that she highlighted to us was that, that most of these, um, incidents of sexual abuse take place in the family with people that you trust, that you welcome into your home. Um, and have trust for them, let them have access to your children or to your, you know, the vulnerable people in that environment and not bat an eyelid because we would never think bad of them. And as you said, we're now entering a different space of time where that veil of silence is being lifted and the incredibly brave, beautiful Puni sisters have opened that segue for us to actually step forward and not feel ashamed. And not have to hide back into the shadows, but come forward, claim our stories, and seek justice where possible. Right?
1: Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's why I really wanted the family, multi-generational, because there we need to have this be in this space to share and, and understand. But you know, you also look too like again, you know, there's these pre- pre- stereotypes about Asian cultures that you know. I don't know. Like, we're so you know the women are more um, submissive or obedient, and the culture you know um, you know people are aware of honor killings and stuff like that. But also, there's such a history of resistance too, and standing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so horrific what happened in India with Jyoti Singh, the young girl who got you know um, assaulted so badly and murdered on a bus. Mm-hmm. But after Delhi was shut down, there were so many protests all over India. Women all came out, you know, and the mom went to the media and she's like, you know, say her name, Jyoti Singh. That was incredibly brave. And that's India. Have you seen anywhere where that many women have come out? And just almost like…
0: But the sad thing is it still hasn't stopped. I mean, after that, there were still so many more. Many but the people that, are
1: coming forward though and, and saying I want justice yeah. for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was hearing more and more stories. So I, I, I see that, you know, you know, we're trying and and it's changing. And but mm-hmm. there is such a history too of Indian like Indian feminism, resistance. Right. Absolutely. And sometimes like the mainstream world, the white world, they don't acknowledge that. It's, you know what I mean? They're, yeah. yeah. So
0: I think, I think that's a huge, kind of important too. it's a huge cultural disconnect, um, mm-hmm. whether the wider world can't understand why it would be so difficult for South Asian women to come forward with their stories. We've had so many decades of suppression, it's taken us almost, almost a hundred years to get to a point where we can actually use our voices. It was one thing after another, after another, after another, that our communities have endured and suffered that created that culture. Um, And it wasn't easy for the women to hold that within themselves. We could see that as being submissive. We could see that as being weak to stay silent, but I think it takes a whole lot more sometimes just to hold that within yourself and try to operate in a normal way. I think that takes a whole other level of bravery. But oh, absolutely! I
1: absolutely agree. With
0: you. We we have to take the lid off it now. We have to talk about it. And you know, filmmaking is an incredible way to get our stories farther and wider, so that we can get seen and we can feel that you know our stories are being told. Which is why we're so grateful for the work that you're doing in filmmaking. What sort of a response did you get? After this documentary came out,
1: yeah, we've had really um, positive response, really emotional response, people reaching out to us, sharing their story. Um, you know, we would, ha- I'd say, we had, we had a screening, and, you know, women would come up to us and say, you know, this movie needs to be seen in this community. You know, say we had a screening in Surrey, which is a city in, in the lower mainland. And mm-hmm. They're like, this needs to be seen in Abbotsford. And I'm like, sure, make it happen boom, they got an auditorium, they got the tickets, it's full, it's like, it's incredible. Like you have yeah. the mainstream sort of, not mainstream, we had the festival circuit and we did so well, um, so we opened the film, they had to add so many extra shows uh, when we launched in Vancouver, we were the premiere film, that the theater downtown Vancouver booked our show for eight shows. A lot of them were sold out, a documentary. So they're like, hey, we need mm-hmm. this in the theater and people were coming. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And then other screenings. And, you know, we showed it in Williams Lake where the kids, the girls uh, grew up and where the court um, proceedings happened. Mm -hmm. And we sold out a theater. They had to open up another theater. And I thought, okay, you know, it's probably going to be a lot of Indian people at the screening. No. Lots of really mixed screening. A lot of white people, a lot of people, indigenous people. Um, It was incredible. Yeah. So... um, We've had that and, you know, the community has organized screenings. It's been really fantastic that way. Mm-hmm. And I hope it continues because it's, it's, it's a good, it's an important film, mm-hmm. again, to discuss many of the things that we've shared today. But, um, you know, you can have resources available at a screening so people in your community know where to turn to, right? Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. have an interesting panel. Um, they showed it in Winnipeg, uh, um uh, some women reached out to me and they were, you know, uh, in PhD FEMS program, Punjabi Sikh women, and they sold out the place and they had an incredible wow. panel about gender-based violence in the Indian community and breaking silence. So, wow. in Toronto, they had the screening, an incredible panel, that, like, we weren't at that screening, but they put together again to touch these issues and, you know, women of uh, colour on the panel, you know, not just uh, Indian, and just, you know, because this is this is a big struggle worldwide for all women, right? There's no qu- question about it. And and mm-hmm. so you can watch the movie, but you can really jump into having these kind of conversations. It's a real good mm-hmm. leaping point. I think these are really important conversations to have. So um, I so appreciate the time that you've given me and the platform. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And um, I really hope your audience watches this movie and keeps this conversation moving. I mean, how do we create change? How do we have dialogue? How do we broach a difficult topic like this? You know, watch the movie and have a conversation with your kids. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. When, and with your parents. And, you know, to ask your parents, well, how do you feel about the movie or how do you relate to the parents or, you know, what do you think of these girls coming forward and doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, and, you know, and the perpetrator, like you mentioned earlier, um, when, when, when there's been studies around sexual abuse, it's often somebody so close to you. That's one, the trust of the entire family. Let's have that conversation. You know, yep. you know what would you do? And, yeah, it was really, um, there's was a lot of layers. It's, a, you know, and the, and the cast of characters grew in this film because I think there's so many perspectives that are important. Right. You know, um, parents, I think the brother's perspective, you know, growing up, the son, the important son, and, you know, and, and sort of like what, what did that feel like? Mm. Um, I felt, you know, the daughters, a uh, selection as daughters, she talks about, you know, now I understand why my mom, what you know, had so many anger issues. So sometimes if you don't disclose, you know what I mean? Like, you're wondering, like, well, why is my parent depressed? Or why are they getting so emotional? Or there mm. is an impact of secrets and lies, right? You put it somewhere in your body. And sometimes that affects, obviously, it affects your mental health. Mm. And it can affect your um, physical health, right? Yes. Right, yeah. it'll manifest somewhere. This sort of like
0: hundred uh, percent, yes,
1: hundred percent. So when the kids and they can handle it. So in the film, she's like now, and you know, her daughter was so supportive of her mom on this journey. You know, she would get her outfits ready and get her ready, and you know, yeah. she came up to the verdict. And you know, I, I, they have a when you open up and share that secret, you can have a closer bond too, right? So that's really beautiful. Yeah,
0: I think that's so powerful. Um, we are coming to the end of the show, and um before we get to the end, I would love to sh- show another clip from the the documentary. um but before I do that, I want to ask that for for the movement that you've begun now through this amazing documentary, what other work would you like or do you endeavor to do in the space of creating awareness of sexual abuse in the South Asian community?
1: What, what work? I mean, obviously, just, well, I'm a, I'm not a sociologist or, you know what I'm saying? I'm a filmmaker. And I'm putting out something that resonates with a lot of truth and heart. And um, I really, and I made it really cinematic and approachable and, you know, felt like narrative vibe as possible. So you're not just like, oh my God, it's too heavy. You, 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 it's right. it open with a beautiful, you know, drone shot of a young girl riding her bike, you yes. know, over a, a bottle it's of really beautiful. And slowly. So I, I've made it really approachable and cinematic. because and it it's everybody's story. I need to share this story. And uh, yeah, no screenings and just, you know, finding if, if, if uh, resources that are available or women's groups that are supporting women's groups can use this film as an impact tool. That would be amazing i mean Mm -hmm. that you know like films can bring impact right social impact just just to start the dialogue you know you can show the film and do a fundraiser you can show the film and have a panel Mm -hmm. you can show like i want social impact that Mm -hmm. is the motivation of me being a documentary filmmaker it's the motivation uh for me to top sharing the stories that i do share i want you know like create a space to share some truth and 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 be you know have some impact but there are resources out there right right you know that i'm sure and you highlighted many on your shows so maybe you can the film can help their work too you know what i mean um there is a a study guide it's available also um uh, for schools and it comes with a study guide so it's the producers of the National Film Board, nfb.ca. And so you can you know, look for resources and mm-hmm. they're using it in schools and colleges, You know, here's some topics of conversation. Yeah, and you know, it's all word of mouth in the community bringing it out, right? Mm-hmm. Like we lucked out because we got a good press and everything here that all these amazing community screenings were happening and panels were happening all across Canada, you know, and I, wish, mm-hmm. I hope there's more but it's important and it's also, you know, when we screened in, in Williams Lake, I really thought it'd be a lot more Indian people who'd show up. It wasn't. I mean the sisters were like, Oh, I think it was like ten. <laughs> Why is it sold out? All these mm-hmm. other people came out and it, and you know, it's it's a lot. You feel their love, but they can understand mm-hmm. that journey, they appreciate that journey, they know that journey, they've been on that journey, you know, and maybe in a different way. But yeah, I think, you know, I really want to create sisterhood you know, within our community and with other communities. You know, we're all in this together, right? Sisterhood is powerful. Yeah. yeah, and there are so many, like, sisters out there that are doing amazing work, you know, for our sisters, right? Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I hope this is of use to them because I thank really uh, admire the work that they do. I'm appreciative of their work. And if I can contribute in any way, you know, that's a lot, that means a lot to me.
0: Oh, that motivates thank you. me. That's amazing, and I think that... Um support is incredible. That's how we grow. And for me, this is a call out to the whole Core Voices community, everybody who's listening and watching and tuning in to reach out to Baljeet and support filmmaking, especially Punjabi female filmmakers. We need to support them. vivamantra.ca viva mantra films is the production house and you can find them on facebook and instagram the link is in the comments so please go and support and we before we wrap up are going to switch to another clip from the documentary
1: we grew up in a small mill town in northern british columbia our family was your typical Punjabi family. We kept to ourselves, but we're always up to celebrate an occasion with singing and dancing and eventually drama.
0: The best day of my life was getting married and leaving my family, my hometown, and a dark secret behind. Wow. Wow. That just is so powerful. And the reason I picked that particular clip is because I want to announce next week's guest and it is with so much joy and excitement that I would like to let you know next week in Core Voices, we will have Jeetie Puni with us in this space to talk about her experience as a survivor. Thank you, Baljeet, for making that connection for us because it's such an honor to have somebody so brave come forward and help us to figure out how do we navigate such difficult situations and how can we bring some light into those spaces as well. And with that, I would like to thank you. We're so appreciative to have had you today on the Core Voices show. And I hope that you'll be back with more films that we can talk about, celebrate and share in our community. And everybody who missed it, The documentary is called Because We Are Girls, it is available on Amazon Prime and you all need to go and watch it now, as soon as this show is done and please share it with your friends and your family because we all need to see this film. So Bhajit, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for making this film, for showing up in sisterhood and just doing great work and being here today as well. Thank you so much for being on Core Voices.